Parsh joins us now to give us a further understanding of this developing situation. Ishan, good afternoon. Now, firstly, perhaps if you could just, you know, give us um, some context, uh, just establish for us the uh, leadership in Sri Lanka and, of course, the reasons for the protest. And the protests have been growing for quite some time, especially as Sri Lanka's economic situation worsened over the past three or so months. And that has resulted in skyrocketing prices of almost nearly everything, all your essential items like fuel, uh, food. All of that has become almost unaffordable for people. And because of the rising cost, the manufacturing of essential items has also stopped. And that has really led people into uh, into a very dire circumstances where they are being forced to protest on the street. And amid all these economic issues, uh, the leadership crisis in Sri Lanka has worsened the problem. Prime Minister Mahinda Rajapaksha was forced out of his position as the Prime Minister just last week. And now a leadership crisis is looming over Sri Lanka, where it may be likely that there will be an all-party parliament uh, that will be elected to run the country. But uh, right now, there isn't a Prime Minister in Sri Lanka, and there is a martial law that is currently imposed in several parts of the country. And the president is expected to elect a new prime minister uh, today or even tomorrow. But as of now, the country finds itself into a very dire situation and without a leader who has traditionally headed the government and headed the state. Now... Uh, and um, I'm basically just going back to the leadership and just explaining this, um, Ishan, because uh, just for the benefit of our listeners who may not be familiar with uh, the political setup in Sri Lanka. So uh, the people in Sri Lanka basically rising up, uh, not just against the socioeconomic conditions, but they also seem to be unhappy with the uh, Rajpaksa family. Uh, the prime minister, as you said, resigned, but he his brother is the president. Absolutely. So uh, the outgoing prime minister, Mahinda Rajpaksha, uh, and his younger brother, Gotabaya Rajpaksha, who is now the president of the country, they have been in some way or the other involved in the Sri Lankan government for nearly a decade and a half. And they've had, uh, they've held a very strong position uh, politically in Sri Lanka for a very long time. Uh, but because they have been in the power for so long, they, there is a sense of anti-incumbency against them. But that's the least of their worries at the moment. What's a bigger worry right now is that there are several allegations of corruption against the Sri Lankan government. There are allegations of corruption against Mr. Mahinda Rajapaksha and the current sitting president, Mr. Gotabaya Rajapaksha. There are allegations that uh, the, the two brothers in the Rajapaksha family may have siphoned off billions of dollars off of Sri Lanka's economy in a defense deals that the country has signed in the past few years. There are also allegations that uh, there were uh, facilitation payments that had to be made to the Rajapaksha family when new projects uh, would be signed by foreign governments in the country. So there are several such allegations made not only uh, by the opposition parties, but also independent activists in the country. And at a time when you have uh, a country facing such severe economic downturn, for the people, this is a big problem because in their eyes, uh, a lot of that money has been siphoned off by the elected leaders and therefore this massive anger against the leaders, especially the Rajpaksha family.
So, Ishan, just finally, I'm reading about uh, loans being made to Bretton Woods institutions, among others. Uh, But, of course, uh, the problem that exists is uh, the existence of a functional government in Sri Lanka at the moment. And also, um, New Delhi talking about sending troops uh, because they respect the democracy in uh, 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 Sri Lanka. So let's just talk to those two issues very briefly. So loans are going to be absolutely important for Sri Lanka. It requires nearly $4 billion uh, at the moment. It has already told its external creditors and its international creditors that it's not going to service any new loans until the financial situation in the country improves. And that potentially is being seen uh, by financial ex- uh, experts as a sign that Sri Lanka has already defaulted on its, uh, on its external loans. But Sri Lankan government says that it's only temporarily suspending repayments. Uh, but that gives you a very clear idea of how bad the situation is. Sri Lanka is under massive debt. And it is looking towards the International Monetary Fund, towards the World Bank, to bail it out. Um, and there are going to be new meetings with the IMF in the next few days. But before that can happen, Sri Lanka needs a stable government in place. And that's why there are calls being raised about a, an all-party government, essentially, uh, which will be composed of all the major parties in Sri Lanka who will combine together to form one government, which in one way is a show of strength and unity, but in also uh, another way is also a show that Sri Lanka is serious about getting out of the economic troubles that it is in. But uh, that's going to be a major problem because it, to solve an economic problem, they have to solve a political problem first. Uh, in terms of the support that India is offering uh, to Sri Lanka, India has already sent assistance uh, worth about $250 million in one go, uh, half a billion dollar in another uh, transaction, and it's also sending through supply grains and humanitarian assistance to Sri Lanka. And in terms of provisions of uh, troops, that may be unlikely uh, in the long run because uh, the history has uh, has shown the Indian government that it it hasn't really bo- uh, you know uh, been a good sign for the Indian government when it's trying to send troops to Sri Lanka. It's that that's not the kind of relationship India and Sri Lanka have. But of course, uh, experts here have said that if the situation does get out of hand, especially if uh, the civilian lives are in danger, there might be a circumstance that uh, that, uh, that might be considered by the Indian government. But so far, the authorities here have. Uh, they're, struck, they're stuck to the idea that the kind of assistance that's going to be provided to Sri Lanka is going to be of financial nature, of uh, the nature of humanitarian assistance. Jean Garch, thanks so much.